Hola y bienvenidos al Spanish Grammar Review Premium Podcast. Soy Molly Martin. In this podcast, we take on advanced Spanish grammar. This is the fifth and I think final podcast covering when to use the subjunctive in adverbial clauses. To review, an adverbial clause modifies the verb in the main clause. It describes how, when, where, for what purpose, or under what condition the verb in the main clause occurs. And today we are going to practice adverbial clauses introduced by the following conjunctions. Repite después de mí. Aunque. A pesar de que. Como. Según. De manera que. De modo que. Donde. Now, whether we use a subjunctive or the indicative following these conjunctions depends on the perspective of the speaker. When making a declaration or observation regarding one's reality, we use the indicative. But when referring to something not yet determined or uncertain, we use the subjunctive. Now let's practice some examples. We'll begin with the conjunction aunque. Aunque can mean although or even if. Now when we use aunque to mean although, we are usually making an observation about our reality. And in this case, we follow it with the indicative. However, when we use aunque to mean even if or even though, we are describing something that is uncertain, something not yet determined. Or we are placing emphasis on the fact that the verb in the main clause will occur even if something else occurs. So using aunque, interpret the following. Although she has the money, she's not going to buy the house. Aunque tiene el dinero, no va a comprar la casa. So here, we follow aunque with the indicative, as we are simply observing the fact that she has the money. Although she has the money, she's not going to buy the house. Aunque tiene el dinero, no va a comprar la casa. Now try, even if she were to have the money, she couldn't buy the house. Aunque tuviera or tuviese el dinero, 
no podría comprar la casa. So here we follow aunque with the imperfect subjunctive when making a hypothetical statement. Even if she had the money, she couldn't buy the house. Aunque tuviera el dinero, no podría comprar la casa. He'll stay to the end even if he's exhausted. Se quedará hasta el final, aunque esté agotado. So here we follow aunque with the subjunctive to refer to a possibility in the future. He will stay to the end even if he is exhausted. Se quedará hasta el final, aunque esté agotado. Although he is exhausted, he will stay to the end. Aunque está agotado, se quedará hasta el final. Now here we follow aunque with the indicative as we are observing the fact that he is tired. Although he is tired, he will stay to the end. Aunque está agotado, se quedará hasta el final. A pesar de que, which can mean despite the fact or even though. When we use it to say despite the fact, what follows is a fact, it's reality. So we use the indicative. When we use a pesar de que to mean even though, we follow it with the subjunctive. In this case, we are expressing that the verb in the main clause occurs whether or not the verb following a pesar de que occurs. Since this is not certain, we use the subjunctive. Interpret the following. Despite the fact that he is over 80 years old, he continues to work. A pesar de que tiene más de 80 años, sigue trabajando. So here we follow a pesar de que with the fact that he is over 80 years old. So we use the indicative. Despite the fact that he is over 80 years old, he's still working. A pesar de que tiene más de 80 años, sigue trabajando. Now the next one is a little tricky because we are going to use the reverse verb construction, caer mal. Interpret, despite the fact that I dislike Julia, I've invited her to the wedding. 
A pesar de que Julia me cae mal, la he invitado a la boda. So here again, we follow a pesar de que with the indicative, as we are stating the fact that we dislike Julia. And to say we dislike someone, we use caer mal, and the person we dislike becomes the subject, and we become the object. It's like saying, Julia falls badly on me. Julia me cae mal. So try that one again. Despite the fact that I don't like Julia, I've invited her to the wedding. A pesar de que Julia me cae mal, la he invitado a la boda. Now using caer mal again, try Even though Julia may dislike me, she has invited me to the wedding. A pesar de que yo le caiga mal a Julia, me ha invitado a la boda. So here we use the subjunctive to indicate that we are not certain of Julia's feelings. And using caer mal to say Julia may dislike me, I become the subject that may fall badly on Julia. Es posible que yo le caiga mal a Julia. Even though Julia may dislike me, she has invited me to the wedding. A pesar de que yo le caiga mal a Julia, me ha invitado a la boda. Now let's practice adverbial clauses introduced by the conjunction como. Complete the following example with the correct conjugation of indicar. I carried out the project as you instructed. Realicé el proyecto como me... Indicaste. Here we use the indicative to state the fact that we did something as we were instructed. I carried out the project as you instructed. Realicé el proyecto como me indicaste. Now using indicar again, interpret. I will carry out the project however you suggest. Realizaré el proyecto como me indiques. Here we use the subjunctive as we do not yet know what will be suggested. 
I will carry out the project however you suggest. Realizaré el proyecto como me indiques. Now let's practice some examples with the conjunction según. Using the verb mandar, interpret, I always prepare the food the way they tell me. Siempre preparo la comida según me mandan. Here we use the indicative following según to state that we know how they tell us to prepare the food and that is the way we prepare it. I always prepare the food the way they tell me. Siempre preparo la comida según me mandan. I will prepare the food however they tell me. Prepararé la comida según me manden. Here we follow según with the subjunctive, as we do not yet know how they will tell us to prepare the food. I will prepare the food however they tell me. Prepararé la comida según me manden. Now let's practice some examples with the conjunctions de modo que and de manera que. When we use these conjunctions to express a purpose or intention, we follow them with the subjunctive. When we use them to express a result, we follow them with the indicative. Using de modo que, interpret, we are going to change our plan so that we can see Lucy. Vamos a cambiar nuestros planes de modo que podamos ver a Lucy. So here we follow de modo que with the subjunctive to express an intention or purpose of our actions. We are going to change our plans so that we can see Lucy. Vamos a cambiar nuestros planes de modo que podamos ver a Lucy. Now interpret we changed our plan so that we could see Lucy. Cambiamos nuestros planes de modo que pudimos ver a Lucy. In this case, we use the indicative to express the result of our actions. We changed our plans so that we could see Lucy.
Cambiamos nuestros planes de modo que pudimos ver a Lucy. But how would you interpret, we tried to change our plans so that we could see Lucy? Intentamos cambiar nuestros planes de modo que pudiéramos o pudiésemos ver a Lucy. Here we followed de modo que with the subjunctive as we're expressing an intention, a purpose of what we are trying to do, but not the reality of what actually occurred. We tried to change our plans so that we could see Lucy. Intentamos cambiar nuestros planes de modo que pudiéramos ver a Lucy. Now using de manera que interpret. I explained the joke so that Ramon understood it. Expliqué la broma de manera que Ramón la entendió. Now try the familiar command. Explain it so that the children will understand it. Explícalo de manera que los niños lo entiendan. So here we follow de manera que with the subjunctive as we are expressing a purpose, not the actual result, but what we hope will be the result of the action. Explain it so that the children understand it. Explícalo de manera que los niños lo entiendan. Now let's practice some examples of adverbial clauses that describe where the verb in the main clause takes place. Here we will use the conjunction donde. Talking to a friend and assuming we know where they want to go, say, let's go where you want to go. Vamos donde tú quieres. Here we follow donde with the indicative as we are referring to a known place. Let's go where you want. Vamos donde tú quieres. Now how would you interpret? Let's go wherever you want. Vamos donde tú quieras. Here we use the subjunctive to leave it open. We don't know where you want to go, but we'll go there. Let's go where you want. 
Vamos donde tú quieras. And that completes this podcast covering the subjunctive and adverbial clauses. We only have a few more to go before we've mastered the subjunctive. But before we move on to more podcasts on the subjunctive, I'm going to return to the medical side of things with an interview between my fellow podcaster, Angel Baena, and his aunt, Mary, about her inability to have children. Hasta pronto!